Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. On today's podcast, I'm going to read you a chapter from a new devotional book called The Nature of Freedom. I wrote this book as part of the Letters from God series. This is a range of books designed to give you God's perspective on your story and journey with Him in life. His viewpoint will empower you to grow quickly and to journey in life through the elevated perspective of the kingdom of which you are a part. So I'm going to read from chapter 2, which is titled, What the Cross Means for You and Me. I adore God's perspective on the power of the cross and the impact it has in every corner of our life. I love how he uses the cross constantly to set us free and to remind us of who we are in Christ. And I love the way he uses it to overpower every oppositional and negative perspective of mindset and language. So I hope you enjoy this. The key scriptures here are Romans chapter 6, Galatians 2, 19 to 21, John 14, verse 9, Ephesians 2, 13 to 15, Romans 8, 28, 1 Corinthians 15, 31, and Colossians 2, 13 to 14. Beloved, we abide with you in both the present and the future. Our intention is to teach and develop you to live in us now. All your life circumstances, all of them, no matter how hard, grievous, or oppositional, can be turned around for your good and for your growth in us. We do not cause the painful moments in your life Some of them happen because of choices by yourself or people around you. Others come from people's choices which affect your nation, your city, your place of work. The number of variables that can cause health issues are huge. We control none of these things. However, we will teach you how to take charge as you lean into us, yield to us, and practice your identity in Jesus. In every situation, there are two conditions for you to fulfill as we walk you through life. Firstly, that you practice your love for us by allowing us to make you in our image. That is, learn to stand with us as we make adjustments to your character, your thinking, lifestyle, and trust. Secondly, that you interpret your current situation in the light of your calling and our purpose for you in the kingdom. You know, for a regular soldier to become a special forces warrior requires a lot of situational training, better response times, clearer thinking, and a willingness to endure. To overcome evil with good, you must see goodness as a high calling, and you must train for it in all the circumstances of life. Humanity is responsible for their freedom and right choices. As we live in you, 
and you abide in us, you become more aware and stronger in faith. Your favor begins to assert itself as you grow in obedience and authority. Life in fullness brings you to a life lived above your circumstances and not beneath them. Being in Christ enables you to have victory in the present and also to learn to walk with us and be ready for the future that is already here or close by. You learn by my spirit to look ahead and plan longer term. You also realize that some situations cannot be resolved in a few days or weeks. In those circumstances, your development is part of a long-term plan to upgrade your identity and to cultivate the trust, the wisdom, and the growth necessary to become an overcomer. Our real passion, though, is to eventually combine present victory with ongoing overcoming and producing you the identity of being more than a conqueror. Beloved, there are some battles that are won by absolute majesty. This is not just us fighting for you, but also you partnering with us in a dynamic way that causes the enemy not to risk his resources in a conflict with you. That all sounds wonderfully important and grand, doesn't it? And so it is. After all, you cannot be in Christ and be ordinary, right? You cannot be filled with the Spirit and be mediocre. We are making you like us, and we are amazing. This starting place for all of this is the cross and how we see it in the context of the kingdom being in you and around you. It is utterly impossible for you to live in fullness from the old nature. There is no power in heaven or earth that can fully change your sin nature into a new nature. Your old man was too bad to be cleansed. It had to be crucified. If transformation is only concerned with behavior modification, then Jesus needn't have died. The action of trying to change yourself by your own efforts and asking us to help you with that can only ever produce futility. We successfully proved that man trying to keep the rules of behavior, which is the law, could never work outside of sacrifice. You cannot please me by trying to please me. On the cross, I crucified your old nature with Christ. It is dead and buried, and therefore no longer a core part of who you are. It is now Christ who lives in you, and the incomparable Holy Spirit who teaches you how to be one with us. That is, how to see think, speak, and act in line with the real, true you that is born again in Christ. Your spirit lives in him and he in you. In his sacrifice, I abolished forever 
the law of rules and trying harder, along with the shame and condemnation that I so despise. We are not renewing your old nature. <laughs> Cleaning up the old man is like giving a dead person plastic surgery. Death to self was accomplished for you by my son on the cross. And when you die daily or crucify the flesh, you do it by simply agreeing with what he already accomplished for you. In that context, death to self is not an action on your part, but an outcome of you believing in what he has accomplished. This becomes a joyful confession of who we have made you, alive in God through Jesus Christ. By practicing the new, the old remains dead. Life in Jesus compounds the death of the old in you. It makes my heart so deliriously happy when I see what my beloved Son has done for you. Now you are in Him, and I see you only in Him and through Him. In Jesus, I bring you and Him together to make one new person. It's no longer just you. He is with you always. Your faith in my Son who lives in you is what pleases me the most. Because He lives, you live also. But only in Him, never in your old self. Do you trust me when I say that I have made an end of the old you and that I am only working on the new you in Jesus? Did you ever think of what the implications are for me as his father in putting you in my beloved son and in putting him in you? It means I can never see you in any other way. This is wonderful to me. I cannot praise him enough for what my son did for me on the cross. He gave me back my dream of having a perfect relationship with my people. He restored you to me in himself. And now nothing can ever separate you from who I am for you. There is no dividing wall because two have become one. By his blood you have peace with me. Even while you are learning, failing, growing and changing. Beloved, the implications for me of this amazing selfless act of love involve never having to look at your old man ever again. Now, I only get to work with Jesus in your new man. This means, beloved, that when I look at you, I do not see anything wrong with you. Everything that was wrong about you, I have canceled out with your death on the cross. That great list of all that you have done and all that you are not was nailed to the tree and was taken away in Christ. <laughs> Beloved, I don't see anything wrong with you. Only what is missing from your experience of me, and I am totally committed to giving you that encounter 
and experience. You were buried with Christ. I can't see anything wrong with you since you are now alive in Christ. There is no sin nature, just a sin habit that will be broken by the new man becoming fully alive and attuned to Jesus. I am not sin conscious. I am righteousness focused in all my dealings with you. Jesus dealt with sin. The Holy Spirit is dealing with the righteousness of Christ in you. My only involvement with the old nature is to confirm to you that it's dead and to give you permission to accept it as a fact. Something is missing rather than something is wrong. Doesn't that sound so much more healthier for you? It puts you into a clean, clear, comfortable place in my love for you. This means when the Holy Spirit puts his finger on something that's not yet working properly in your life, he's actually pointing to the site of your next miracle. He's declaring your next upgrade in Christ to you. So, for example, if he touches an anxiety that's still a habit in you, he will declare to you what is missing, which would be peace. The upgrade of peace is the missing part that replaces anxiety, which is already dead and buried. He turns sorrow into joy and inferiority into confidence. Instead of shame, he gives you a double portion of favor. Humiliation is replaced by jubilation. Anger at people, unrighteous anger, is replaced by gentleness. Beloved, I do not want you working on a negative. I want you to focus with me on the opposite. I am asking you to move in the opposite spirit. Negativity in your heart and mind just points out that you have not yet replaced it with something wonderful that represents my nature. For example, when you are in anger, the issue from my perspective is that you're resisting the grace to be gentle. So above all, we want you to enjoy the process of being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Think like us and enjoy growing up into the place in Jesus that it takes you. Freedom is simple. Stop laboring on the old you and join the Holy Spirit in simply working on the new true, real you in Jesus. Are you ready? Thank you so much for listening. You can order this book now from brilliantbookhouse.com. I know it's going to change your life.